Welcome to Classroom Success 101 Podcast Show. I'm your host, Josh Roos, the Hardcore Behaviorist, and I'm here to help you overcome those problems you're experiencing every day. You're listening to a master audio class, so put your positive thinking caps on and get ready for another lesson on how to achieve greatness within your classroom. For show notes, make sure you check out our website at hardcorebehaviors.com forward slash podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube at Hardcore Behaviors. Also, make sure you check out our Hardcore Behaviors Teacher Pay Teacher Store for our helpful digital downloads. And join our Facebook group, Educators United, to help education continue to thrive during these tough times we are facing when schools are closed throughout the country due to the coronavirus. By joining Educators United, we encourage you to upload free online educational resources to help educate our students from a distance. Welcome to another episode of Classroom Success 101. Today, we got a very special guest, Tamika Myers, and we're going to be talking about basically just um what we're experiencing in education and some of the struggling uh or some of the struggles that we're looking at when it comes to distant learning so tamika welcome to to the show how are you doing today i'm good thank you for having me that's awesome that's awesome so um i kind of wanted to keep today's show about you know um what's happening in the real world i know you know we can get online and and look at how many um, you know, cases are confirmed in the United States and, and, and all this stuff. And I think it's, it's stressing a lot of people out and especially with, uh, what's going on with distant learning. So what, what are some things that y'all are doing, um, at y'all schools or, or what, what are some things that you feel that are, um, some tools that teachers can use out there? Okay. Um, so I'm a teacher in New York city. Uh, the Bronx, okay. South Bronx, um, which is just a little background, uh, one of the poorest in all of the country. And um, so in transitioning to a remote learning, virtual learning program, uh, which we had to basically, you know, kind of create as we go, because there was very little training or professional development on like what to do it was kind of like here are some tools play you know play with them you know uh and and basically work them out and and fast um yeah and so uh luckily my school is um specializes in technology and even that i mean i i think a lot of the teachers at my school now are even revisiting that idea and how maybe we could have done a little bit more to be more prepared for these moments so with that said we don't come from, you know, a school where all of the kids have access to a device. So yeah. problem number one in us moving into this digital system is do all kids have a device to work from and do they have Wi-Fi, right? So mm-hmm. we had to spend a lot of time, you know, addressing those pieces before we can even jump into, you know, instruction and assignments and things of that nature. Now, yeah, that, and, and- yes. Oh, that's that's the struggle out there. Um, you know, knowing the fact that you are from the Bronx right now, I know New York. Um, there's a lot of um, you know news on New York City and and things like that with this, um, you know, this virus. Oh yes. Um, how how how's that? I mean, because I know I, I'm in the Austin area, and yeah, we're getting some confirmed cases, but it seems like you know the news is uh, pretty much on New York um, City on New York City. It's really bad. What's it looking like up there? So Um, I will say this, and I think one of the things that I had to keep reminding my staff about is that, you know, while we can, you know, push this academics, push this academics, we also have to pay attention to the social emotional where we don't mm -hmm. realize that because we're at the center of all of this, you know, um, some of our kids are going to be experiencing you know, their family members getting sick, their, you know, grandparents and parents and aunts and uncles and even themselves 
um, getting sick because it's so it's running rampant in New York. And, um, you know, a lot of my kids, you know, um, live in apartments where there's a lot of people right? Like they, a lot of them are sharing a lot of space where, you know, my kids are not just going home to parents, they're going home to parents, grandparents, sometimes aunts, uncles, and cousins with, and so a lot of the times, like this social distancing is not even a reality for a lot of my kids. Um, And so, you know, they're putting themselves in danger every single day. And, you know, not to mention a lot of people here lost their jobs and a lot of, you know, a lot of our families depend on you know being able to work in particular places that are closed down right now I have a lot of immigrant families so it's 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 really major and I have to tell my staff all the time remember to lead with love and lead with you know checking in on your students and and just give them some grace because you know yeah they may not turn in an assignment in on time and yeah they might not check in at nine in the morning and yeah they might not do these things because right now we're struggling to do these things. Like, I'm going to be honest, you know, I, we have a eight o'clock check-in and that's way later than my typical day starts. But because of all the news that's going on, you know, my anxiety is high and I'm not sleeping the way that I normally would. So it's a lot of restless nights. And in the morning, I am not all the way ready to go, you know? And I, and if that's me as an adult, I can only imagine what my kids are going through being in these house households, being anxious, wanting to go outside and just, it's really, really hard. And I think it, I try to continue to remind the adults in our situation to remember that these are children. And, you know, as, as imagine if we're living in a state of confusion and just uncertainty, imagine children who rely on us for answers. Um, yeah. And it, it's bad. I mean, it, it's, um, you know, it's one of those things that, Nobody was expecting. Um, I know, you know, when I was teaching before spring break, it was like all the kids, they, they knew that the COVID-19 was out there because of TikTok. Right. And, you know, they kept like, like making funny jokes about it. And it was like a distraction of the class. And, um, you know, it was one of those things that it was like, you know, hey, let's not worry about COVID-19. And then, you know, we go on spring break and all of a sudden we don't go back to school because of this virus. So, you know, right now it is it's one of those things that I feel like, um, you know, everybody's in probably mostly um, in their fight, flight or freeze. Mode. Yes. Um, and it's kind of it's it's very, it's very hard to, uh, you know, get people on on a um you know, uh, a, a great schedule. And I know there's a lot of stress out there and it's not, it's not stress of trying to um, create classrooms. Nope. It's stress yeah. of trying to survive. Yeah. yeah. We're in survival uh, mode right now. And mm-hmm. you know, um, even when we talk about being able to go out and buy food and things of that nature, like, you know, it, it, right now, like if you think about it, today is April 2nd, yesterday was the first and a lot of people had to pay rent yesterday and how, because the city shut down, nobody's able to work. And the stress of even just being able to pay rent or being able to put food in your refrigerators and just, and, and I try to remind people that, right? Like our kids don't, like it was nothing for a teacher to go to the supermarket and, 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 and stock up for a month worth of food, but our kids don't come from that. And not to mention, mm-hmm. not to mention that with kids being home so much more often, it does put a real big strain on the families because Parents are used to their kids at least getting breakfast and lunch at school, breakfast, lunch, and a snack at school. Now they are having to figure out how to provide all of these meals plus dinner every single day for multiple children. And, and don't get me wrong. I have to be honest. You know, it's, it's tough right now being in New York, but I, I am very proud to be a New Yorker with the way things are coming together and the way people are coming together and the way um, people are just putting themselves out there to, to help and volunteer And, you know, as a teacher, you're like, what else can I do? Right. Like I'm safe at home, but how can I help in this fight? And so we just found out that our um, governor, um, you know, shut down our spring break, which is supposed to be next week. And he said that we have to continue to work through our spring break because we are, you know, we are, you know, a very important role in keeping kids engaged, home and distracted. Right. And so, yeah, yeah. You know, it's important for us not to stop instruction because 
it will mean that kids are idle. And that might mean that they're going to want to go outside and we want to keep them from going outside and we want to keep them a little bit distracted and away from the news. So the best thing to do is to keep the instruction going. And, and really, we've been using like a lot of video chat uh, forums. So like Zoom, Google Hangouts, um, maybe there's some teachers who are using Skype, but really just to check on our kids, see their faces, hear their voices. We're doing a lot of like we're trying to keep their spirits high and like do TikTok videos for you know, different, different um, classroom assignments and um, having them do like a spirit week where on their Zoom, they dress up a certain way. And, you know, like we still, we're still trying to keep it alive in that way and just have like lunch hangouts where they could Zoom in and we're just chit-chatting, you know, just take their mind off of it and just be around familiar faces and a lot of love. I think that's, for me, the most important thing. Like, yeah, instruction is going to be there and yeah, we'll figure that out. But I just think right now with things being so scary, I'm going to keep saying it's scary that, you know, oh, we, it is. It we is. have to be the uh, the adults that kind of calm their fears and, and let them know that they're not alone and and just build a little bit of reassurance in them that this too shall pass if we if we do what we're supposed to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, you know, and that's one thing that's it's it's hard because it's like. You know, do you talk about it? Do you not talk about it? But, you know, I'm the type of person that's like, you know, we got to I feel like you got to have the facts. You got to be aware of what's going on so that you can, um, you know, you can adapt to your environment. And it's one of those things that like the news keeps saying, you know, we we are in a war zone. We're we're fighting an invisible um, enemy. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately, um, you know, I, I don't know what this is all going to happen. I mean, you keep hearing on the news or, or certain channels that th- is this biochemical? Is this, uh, you know, what kind of, is it, somebody created this? I mean, and, and this is our reality right, right now. Right. And nobody expected this. You know, nobody, you know, I, I never thought I would, you know, be in some kind of battle of, okay, so who, do you, who, who am I going to stay away right. from? You know, there's a virus out there that can possibly uh, do some severe damage. Yep. And I mean, it, it, it's hit home on us in the Texas front because, you know, um, there's a school district very close by that one of the principals ended up passing. Get away out of that. here. Um, wow. Yeah, so that hit the news. Um, he came out um, where the uh, they were actually passing out food. They were doing the, the intake of trying to get the soft technology which is worksheets and things out like that um and that's what they were doing and i mean this school district is literally about probably 45 minutes away from where i'm at and it's just one of those things that it's like wow you know hey you know your kids go go leave the the school um with this principal and then they're not coming back to this principal so now you know now you got on there that they're they're trying to provide uh you know counseling counseling and yeah things like that to kids mm-hmm. for who, who who built a really great relationship with this guy mm-hmm. so I mean it's there I mean it that's you know I'm sure that school district's probably like man I mean this happened to the principal right. you know the guy that's that, in charge that was probably on the that's right. every day yeah. yeah and so um you know it, it definitely gets real scary and i know um you know with new york i know that's the big talk on on news and i mean i i I posted it the other day um because i kept hearing about new york new york new york and i just was like curious about you know what's happening out there in new york with all the uh the teachers out there you know um it seems like you you all out there are in in the front line um with where your area is at um, it's, it seems like it's the front lines out there. I mean, yeah. you know, and I couldn't imagine what the kids are going through out there. And, and, uh, you know, again, I, I don't, you know, th- this talk is not to scare people. It's just to try to present the reality of, you know, what are really going, going on going through. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Um, I have students and, and this is, this is one of the hardest things is like, you know, kids who are super studious and super scholarly are like sending emails, you know, and, and we're, you know, we're pretty tight knit. So a lot of us are shared on that, those emails and the kids will say something like, you know, I am really trying to get my assignments in on time, but 
you know, my, my grandmother was just rushed to the, ho- you know, rushed to the hospital um, or, you know, my grandmother's really, really sick and she needs me to take care of her and she's really scared. So it's really hard for me to focus on my assignment right now. And like, what do you say to that? Right. Like, what, exactly. what is your response? Like, no, don't take care of your family. Like, that is the last thing we're ready to say. Um, yeah. it's the wrong thing to say. You know, this is a time when, you know, I, I honestly feel like, you know, you put up assignments up there. You know, you try to engage kids as much as much as they as you can. But, you know, the truth is we have to be flexible and we have to be compassionate and we have to remember that, you know, this crisis hits differently, you know, for different people. And we have to, you know, um, just be mindful and and be supportive, you know, um, and remember that, um, you know, that that these are the human beings that we are, you know, responsible for 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 raising as well. And if we cannot show that in this time of crisis that we're coming together and we're here to support you away from academics, then I really it then it really changes my perception of education and what this is all really about. You know, mm-hmm. our news source is very scary. I, I can't lie to you to the point that, you know, I watch it all day. I've become addicted to it. But in the last three days, I've learned to scale back and turn it off because it is doing something to my spirit. So it's like. You know, while I need to be informed and I need to, you know, know that I'm not tuning in as often as I was. I was like, oh, yeah, morning, afternoon, evening, like religiously. And now I'm just like, you know, if I turn it on once a day just to get an update, that's good enough for me um, because, you know, it's just a lot. It's overbearing. And, and, and my school is right next to a hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the one major hospital in their area. And, you know, the scariest parts are kids talking about the, so right now they have trucks that are, are outside of the hospitals to collect the bodies because there's so many. Oh, wow. That wow. they're outside, like these big freezer trucks parked outside of the hospital for the, for the purpose of collecting bodies. And I have kids who live like across the street yeah. from these hospitals. And it's just like. You know, like you got to try to tell them that, like, listen, it's important for us to listen to the news. They're telling us to stay inside. They're telling us to maintain distance. This is not the time to go visit your friends. This is not the time to hang out in the hallway or, you know, in, in your in your building lobby or in your neighborhood park. This is not the time. Like right yeah. now is when yeah. you connect with your friends through your cell phone, you know, through your video games. Um, this is the time for that, because the truth is. It's dangerous. And at first, with a lot of young people not taking it seriously, because the way the media presented it was that, you know, this is something that, yeah, it can affect everybody, but it really is more so an elderly situation. And now with there being more reports of younger people, um, you know, getting the virus and it being fatal, them dying from it, I think now, you know, everybody will take it seriously i think initially they made in presenting this as uh this is just you know this is something that's only affecting you know anybody who's 80 and up or 60 and up like that was yeah. a mistake in presenting yeah, it that yeah. way because now you're gonna have 20 year olds and teenagers wanting to still be teenagers thinking that this is not their problem mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and, and yeah. that's that that's out there and you know, and, and it's funny you mentioned that, you know, you, you try to take in so much news so you get informed and then you you get off of it. And that's the other piece that I kind of want to touch base on is like, I mean, you know, uh, part of it's like it, we can get sucked into watching this, all these uh, TikTok videos, all these, um, you know, the news and everything. And you get to the point where, you know, and I mentioned this post the other day about, you know, what what is the main topics on social media? And it's like, you know, you don't know what to believe. And it's, it, it, you know, we got some people out there driving by hospitals in New York saying there's nobody here. You know, the fake news, it's all fake news, oh, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, we got we have, mo- you know, most of our kids and there's a lot of people that are easily influenced by what they see on TikTok. I mean, right. you know, I, I you, you could get to the point where it's like, you know, you see all these videos on TikTok where it's like, you know what? It, it would not surprise me if I walked out and saw an alien tomorrow. You right, know? right. <laughs> with, 
with but, what's going on. But you and, know what? I think that that is so, you know, in this time, I've noticed that this is a time where parents have to step to the plate, right? Like even mm-hmm, even when mm-hmm. we're doing this whole like virtual learning, like parents are frustrated because it does mean a lot more work on them. But, you know, also, I think that it's, it's equally important to sit your child down and say, like, you know, I know you have your cell phone and I know you have your way of collecting information right now, but we're watching the news and we're watching it together. Right. Like, yeah, this, we're, yeah. we're, this is what we're going to do for the next 20, 30 minutes, just to make sure we're all on the same page about what's going on right outside our door. Um, yeah. Really important. And so, like, I've been bouncing back and forth between my home and my mom's home. And my sister is a teenager. She's 17. And, you know, she too, you know, TikTok and and Snapchat and, you know, all of those. But it's like, no, we're watching the news news right now. You're going to sit and we're going to talk and we're going to have these conversations because, you know, I need you to be informed and I need you to know what's going on. And she was working for a while. And my mom had requested that she stop working because just the negligence, right? Like just the absent mindedness of just not taking certain things so seriously because of that age group, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you touch, you know, you touch your face, you're not thinking about it, you're not washing your hands, you're not wearing the gloves, you're not wearing the mask, Um, you know, you're getting too close to people, you want to hang out with your friends and, you know, all of those things. And, 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 you know, that's not fine, but not to mention that you're coming home to your mother and your father who are a lot older and um, I have a son who's very young and it's just like you can potentially bring something inside you know mm-hmm. so while you might not be thinking twice about it because also I think a lot of kids feel like they can recover from this easily you know yeah. um, not having experienced it but thinking that oh well, I'm young I should be able to bounce back and it's like yeah maybe but what about the people that you're coming in contact with who might not be able to bounce back, right? And we have exactly. to be considerate of everybody. So I think the parents need to step in and say, you know, we're going to have conversations. This is a conversation piece. And maybe not every day because that's overwhelming, but we're going to talk about it sometimes. Um, yeah. and, and and you're going to watch the news because we need to know what's going on. We need to keep in, you know, be mindful of numbers. We need to be mindful of what new um, protocols and new restrictions are in place. Like, as of yesterday, our governor shut down the, the public parks um, mm-hmm. because people were still gathering at parks and having like, you know, basketball games and just like group play. And it was just like, you guys are not getting it. So we have to shut yeah. this down. Um, and so that's new. Right. And so I think that th- those are the things that parents should be kind of putting on their kids to know about because things are changing by the hour. And so it's important for us to stay on top a little bit of this, even though it can get a little overwhelming. So just kind of keeping a good balance. Um, but it's I, I think this is where parents have to step to the plan and say, you got to put that phone away. We're going to we're going to mainstream what our news sources and figure out what's really going on out here. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing, because it, it's you, you got to get the information. And, you know, one thing I'm glad that you kind of said you're from New York because it's like, um, that's most of what we see that's on, um, you know, the news and, and it's like, you know, to get a, uh, first person perspective on what's going on up there, um, is, is great, great, um, information right now. It's really scary. So like, for example, my mother is what they consider an essential worker. Mm-hmm. She, uh, works for the, uh, department of social services. So like people who receive welfare or people who, um, like shel- you know, need sheltering and stuff like that, domestic violence placement and stuff. So th- she still has to function. She can work from home some of the time, but they're on a rotational schedule where she does have to show up. And it's gotten to the point where when she does have to step out the house, the idea is, you know, like suit up, you know, like hat you know, you know, something to cover your eyes, your mask, your gloves, you know, just like loose clothing that you could just strip off when you get in the house. Um, And then, you know, your Clorox wipes, your, your sanitizer, your Lysol, like, you know, take everything with you, take multiple sets of gloves, and then go out into the world. And literally, the idea right now is to gather as much as you can, because we've been sheltered in these houses for it's been a few weeks now. And like, you know, we still need things, right? Like you still got to go to the grocery store to kind of, you know, just I, I, like basic needs or whatever. And I, we're doing pretty good on that. But she's like, every time I step out, I'm going to go get more because yeah. this is going to last longer. And it's one of those things where I wish I can tell her, no, you don't go out. I go out. 
because yeah. I'm younger and let me go gather everything and bring it back or whatever. Um, and, and so, you know, it's just the fear factor of her having to go out and, and interact with the world because, you know, you just never know. And the way that, you know, COVID-19 has been presented, even that information is changing rapidly where at one point these were the symptoms. Oh, wait, but now these are the symptoms. Oh, wait, but this is how long it lives on services. Oh, wait, but this is how long it like now, like every every single day, it's kind of like new information. Meanwhile, the whole time, it means that we can we could have all been exposed at some point. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is. It's, it's like, you know, even in the behavior world, it's like trying to provide um, behavior interventions or academic interventions. It takes time oh, yes. um, to see results. Yes. And, you know, right now we're in like there, there, there's experts out there trying to provide interventions and they're right. still in those testing phases. You know, um, right now there a lot of it's probably observations and taking data. And things are changing because right. it's, it's, you know, they don't, they don't know specifically. It's something new. And, right. you know, it, it is one of those things that, um, you know, we gotta, we gotta, um, you know, abide by what they're telling us. That's right. Experts are telling us because that's the latest expert information. information. That's right. And, you know, go from there because right now is what we are hearing that's the behavior intervention plan that we need to do to, in order to protect Beat ourselves. this thing. Yeah. You know? So, um, I mean, it, it's, it's some scary stuff. I like, you know, I couldn't imagine what trauma, um, trauma is, is happening to most of our kids out there. Yep. If not trauma that's happening to teachers, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, we're, we're right now, I, you know, it's like most people say, it's like, I feel like we're living in a movie right now. Yes. You know, you wake up in the morning and, and you're so used to doing your daily life activities. And then it's like, oh, wait, yeah, we're still like, I'm, I'm in a pandemic, uh, living a pandemic worldwide um, um, type of lifestyle right now. And right. Um, it's a new change for all of us. I know. Um, talking to a lot of teachers and even being on um, some of our faculty meetings and things like that. Um, I know everything's concerned with, you know, grades. Are we taking grades? Are we not taking grades? Um, I know, you know, out of at least a hundred of my kids that I've taught, I have uh, four different classes for a certain elective, you know, out of a hundred of those kids, only about 50% have signed on. Signed on. Oh, that, that is okay. <laughs> so that's, that's a major, that's, that's even part of the conversation, right? Like, yeah. So I have some kids who are, you know, fully taking advantage of the fact that, you know, this is what, this is the system of learning right now. And they're like, oh, well, who's going to know? I mean, who's going to like, how are they really going to force me to do this work that I really don't want to do anyway? So I have some yeah. kids who live in that category. Yep, and I have some I, kids who don't have access, so they can't yeah. like log on and they can't do certain things. Um, um, and 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 really, how do you hold kids accountable? Like, even when we come back from this, how do we say, "Oh, you failed because you didn't log on and you didn't do certain things while we were dealing with a global pandemic"? Yeah, you know, yeah. like it, it's almost like eventually they'll get the pass on this, and that's what, of course, I I I dislike the most because I do have some kids who are trying to push and trying to to make sure that um that they're doing all of the right things but you know to be honest with you I think that this also has been very telling about and I'm, I'm not here to bash parents I'm really not but mm -hmm. I will say this I will say that it goes to show you the responsibility that a lot of them are not willing to take for their children's education when I have to constantly call a household to make sure the child is awake mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the parent is giving me the excuse that, Oh, well, the reason why my son didn't check in for nine o'clock is because they're still sleeping. And we're talking about one o'clock in the afternoon at this point. And yeah. I'm just like, that's very irresponsible. And it reminds me one more time that the other major thing that we provide as educators is structure, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Because there is none of that, for some students, none of that in the household where you get to choose to wake up at one in the afternoon and get started with your day. Yeah. Um, and, and it's it's very irresponsible. And it's just like, you know, we try to tell, I feel like a lot of the times as educators, we're educating parents. And and this system of learning has just, it. to be honest, we don't like it. 
and the kids don't like it, which is what I thought would be the case. Like I thought a lot of the children would actually enjoy this format for learning. And a lot of them are just like, yeah, I want to come back to school. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I want to be back in the building. I think when we all come back, it's going to be a different perspective from every, everybody's viewpoint, parents, kids, teachers. And, you know, I, I think, um, you know, like you said, with parents, I think there might be a lot more support now after this is all said and done because of the reality we're in right now. I mean, yes. it's, it's, uh, you know, teachers do go above and beyond in, yes. in our educating every child that, um, comes into their classroom right. you know? and, um, they do, they do get frustrated when, the child refuses to learn or, or is having trouble and, and the teacher goes, you know, 10,000 times more above and beyond for, for those kids who are struggling in that, in, in that area. So, I mean, I know right now is, it's a very difficult time. I know, um, you know, with it is, is again, most of probably 99% of teachers across the world right now are getting, familiarized with online curriculum and, and, and learning and, you know, not everybody's going to be up to par with everything. And, uh, I think that's the frustration with, from what I'm seeing out there is just, how do I get a kid to, um, how do I get a kid to, you know, participate in the classroom when they're not even signing on? And, you know, you're, if you've tried to email, if you tried to call, you've done all this stuff. I think at the end of the day, it, you're not going to be able to get that kid to get right. on right now. That's I it. Mean, That's it. You know, there's there you can't you can't risk to go to the house to to make sure that that kid's um, doing that perspective. I mean, we again, we are in this. This is this is not a new way of education. This is a forced way of education due to a worldwide pandemic. So, well said. Well said. Know. I'm glad that you said that because it is not a new way of education simply because people have been taking online classes. Right? If you think about college, you know, college courses, there's some courses that are offered online and, and this is a way of education. It's been a way of education, but it's not forced. Right. You, you choose mm-hmm. that. You're like, you know yeah. what? I would rather do an online course, at, you know, so I don't have to show up somewhere. And but now it's like I have kids who literally have asked, like, you know, can I come by the school and just pick up a packet and paper copies of everything I'm supposed to be doing because this online system is not for me. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, that's where that force piece comes in when we're like, no, that's not an option. You have to only complete it online. That's your only choice right now. And, you know, you know, for some people, that's just not a way of being educated. And it's it's super unfortunate. But you know what? Here's what I will say. You know, we got to make the best of it, I think. You know, if we can do a little bit during this time, it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And, and and if nothing else, if all we get to do during this time is check in on kids and hear their voices and know that they're safe and they're healthy and their families are safe and their families are healthy. If that's all we get to do, that's a lot for 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 the amount of people that are dying literally, yeah. you know, by the minute in yeah. our city. So, yeah. I mean, if, if, if all we know is that they're safe and their family members are safe, that's sometimes that has to be good enough and people have to realize that you know we got to meet the kid where they are and and maybe tomorrow now that we know that they're safe today maybe tomorrow we can engage in one academic activity because we know that we're here in this one place so i i honestly think that in general we can't stop trying and as educators who really go in this for children we don't right it doesn't matter what circumstance you know, what, whatever the circumstances are, we don't stop trying. And every day we, we put forward our best foot and we, we're, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to do the best we can. And, and, and if you love kids, you're going to continue to do that because you care that much. Um, and, you know, you, you got to hope for the best while still protecting your own families, right? Mm-hmm. Like teachers are, you know, a lot of us have elderly parents. Um, we have maybe if we have, if we're lucky to still have our grandparents, they're even more elderly and, and, you know, our concerns lean in that direction and making sure that they're okay and they have everything they need. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's a big weight on everybody, but, you know, we just gotta, you know, we gotta stay positive and we gotta trust the professionals 
Um, and we have to adhere to what they're asking us to do. And I think for New York City, that's one of the major things. And and particularly because our city's unique, right? Like yeah. what makes the city unique is just the access. You know, you know, people are outside. It's mm-hmm. what it's the nature of the city, especially on a nice day. People are outside. You know, they're not cooped up in apartments. You know, we don't New York City is not a place of space. Right. And so it's not like we go home and we have this like like this great abundance of space and we feel like we could spread out as a, you know, whoever lives in the household. So you go outside. Mm -hmm. Right. Outside is the space. Mm -hmm. And so now with everybody being cooped up in the house, it makes it really hard and really stressful for everybody involved. And you can't even go outside and congregate like you're used to. Right. Like sitting on the benches and just hanging out just right in front of your building. Like that's a big part of what New York city is. And now to tell people that they can't do that and they're, they have to be cooped up in a small space with a lot of people. I mean, we almost don't know which one is worse, Mm -hmm. right? Like, is it worse for me to be outside or is it worse for me to be cooped up with 13 people inside? Like it all seems bad. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I, I don't really know. I don't think we have any answers and, but I, I think every single day we're learning, we're growing um and and you know um and some of us will make it through this thing and and others of us won't unfortunately um and that's so hard for for me to even say um but you know at the end of the day I think it does shed light and I think it does give us a new appreciation for a lot of things yeah and you know I think right now um you know and I'm gonna go ahead and say it I feel like right now you know a lot of the, the, the core classes were important and I'm, and I'm not hating on core classes. I think core classes are, are, you know, an an essential piece to academics. But I think right now with, you know, with all the behavior training that I've had, it's like, you know, if you have a kid that's, uh, you know, experienced a lot of trauma or going through trauma, they're not, they're not in their right mind right now to think about some kind of math problem, you know, right now. Some of them are probably just trying to survive, and there's things out there that is uh, a whole different, um, you know, it's a whole different experience for them. So I know our schools are trying to um, provide more counseling type of, of uh, you know, uh, curriculum to help kids out on that perspective, um, you know, and, and that's one big thing that I can say is, you know, I wouldn't try to um, be like some top educator with trying to have lengthy assignments or, um, you know, making sure that you're, you're the best of the best of the best, because I don't think, you know, it's it's the right time. and Time. For that. Yeah, it's not so. the right time for that. <laughs> it's so interesting that you say that because um, I tutor. So like, you know, like a little side job, you know, a lot of teachers, we tutor. And I, unfortunately, I have a family who's looking for tutoring during this time. And I, you know, I feel bad, you know, for even kind of moving forward with, you know, um, those services, just knowing that everybody's money situation is very unpredictable right now. And just, Mm -hmm. you know, things are kind of at pause, but she's just like, but my, my son won't do any of the work. And so I walked him through some of the work today. And when I looked at his list of assignments i'm just like so nobody's thinking about the fact that we're dealing with a pandemic (laughs) i mean literally this i I mean he had pages and pages and pages of work to do um and it just kind of goes to show you that you know i think everybody's reality about this whole thing is different right and i think a lot of the times we forget that just because we might be dealing with this in maybe the sweetest way possible right like you know, we have a, a home to go to. Everybody in the home is healthy. We have a refrigerator full of food and 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 a, a deep freezer full of food and a pantry full of food. And, and you know, we're good that we think that everybody's situation is that and, and, and think that kids have the time to to sit and focus or even have the capacity to sit and focus on a math assignment. Yeah. Meanwhile, they really just need somebody to talk to. And, you know, not to mention that, you know, I have some kids who you know, may come from households that just have a lot of situations going on, you know. Um, so just one of the major things around my school is a major drug epidemic, like the heroin, you know, uh, is, 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 addiction rate is out of out of control. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, we constantly have talks about while we get, you know, we see it when we when we drive into the school and when we're like walking around the neighborhood, but our kids live it because they live in the neighborhood. And, um, you know, how many of them are going home to that or, you know, that might be something that they have to deal with inside of their buildings or stairwells or, you know, things of that nature. And just it's it's so much. And when they don't have their escape. Exactly. Course, right. Like, exactly. New, like school is where the escape is. So if some of them are coming from, you know, abusive households or, you know, just anything that they're trying to get away from and school is that place. You know, I I feel for those kids like, you know, the kids who come to school and they never want to do any of mm-hmm. the work. And they try to kind of give you a hard time about it, but they show up every single day. Yeah. Um, you know, like those are the ones that I, I think about through this, you know, pandemic. Like, what are you doing right now? How are you coping and dealing, you know, and who's helping you through it? And, you know, I'm, I have to say I'm lucky to have the school that I have. I come from a phenomenal group of educators who are thinking about this and who are, you know, going above and beyond and who, you know, their school day ends at 2.50, but they are glad to get on a phone call with a kid at 7 and 8 and 9 o'clock at night because the kid wanted that mm-hmm. um, and needed that, you know. Um, and and just, I just appreciate the thoughtfulness that goes into, you know, a lot of our work. And, you know, right now we are not the heroes of this pandemic, but we are in our own ways and we, we're their heroes. And we have to keep that in mind that, you know, we are their champions and, and we have to come through for them in whatever capacity. Yeah. If they're ready for that math assignment, cool, let's do the math assignment. Yeah. But if they're not, they're not. Yeah. And that and that's my thing with it is is um, you know, we're we're not on the, the front lines of being in the hospitals to try to, you know, help um, you know, the, the, the people that have come down with this, but we are trying to be in the household via online, trying to provide some kind of calm to our students that are yes. um, experiencing, um, you know, this, what's happening. And I feel like some areas are worse than others. And, and, but again, again, you know, like I said, wars are typically fought in different countries and, you know, we are dealing with a, uh, uh, an enemy, just like the president said that we cannot see. And so, yeah. um, you know, no, like this is, this, this is going to be, um, something that's probably going to be in the history books and it's going to be talked yes. about for, for years to come. For years so, to come. That's right. Uh, that is, right. it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, I'm hoping, you know, maybe in the next couple months, this is all behind us. And, and, um, you know, we are, um, onto, um, a better, better, um, you know, better livelihood than what we're experiencing right now and get back to normal. And uh, this is something that we can talk about in the past, but right now it's, it's unfortunately what our normal lifestyle is right now. Yeah. And I also think that even when this is behind us, like it is going to change our new normal, Mm -hmm. right? Like I I don't think I can't necessarily really feel that once we resume a quote unquote normal life that it will look as it did before this pandemic yeah. that maybe we will be more you know um mindful and more cautious and more appreciative yeah. right like of all the things that we can or we're restricted from right now that maybe we are more grateful for mm-hmm. and we we take into consideration what's more important because one of the things that you know while this is you know a horrible situation for many you know, for many, many in our country and many in the world, one of the things that this is like this is doing to our earth is helping our earth heal mm. with everybody in the house and no, as not as many cars on the road, yeah. not as many boats, you know, and planes and, and just not as much pollution and not as much activity. Our world is kind of our earth is doing a little bit of healing, yeah. you know, which, which was necessary. Yeah. You know, and, and, and even even saying that our earth has a future and that our kids and our grandkids and our great grandkids will have a place to be because, you know, we're just destroying the earth. But right now, with people not being able to move around the same way, it's like our earth is healing rapidly. And, you know, you again, I, it's a it's a shame what's going on. But, you know, you have to try to find the positives. And, and if that is one of them, I'm going to hold on to it yeah. um, to say yeah. that it's nice to know that when we come out. You know, our Earth is 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 is, is healthier. Yeah, and, 
And again, I mean, there are you have to look for positives in 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 what's happening right now. Like I, I like my thing with it is we have left the old world, which not saying that I mean the old world that we're used to. I feel like right now we're in a transition time, which you yes. know the 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 class the 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 bell has rang from last period, and now we're in transition, but we don't know when we're going to the next classroom. So we're 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 gonna the the new world is going to be a new experience for for everybody with um, what we've experienced during transition. So I mean whether that's making people more aware of what could actually happen, um, helping people prepare more um, for you know maybe future events or you know I, I think to be honest with you I think this is going to change education up uh, a little bit. I mean, I know for sure that educators are going to be more prepared for something um, that could possibly happen again like this. Um, so that next time we do end up doing this and hopefully we never experience this again. But uh, I know that I'm, I know our principal has been saying is this is going to change education up um, for sure. Um, so I, I don't know what, I, I know education's hopefully we're not going to be all distant learning. I don't see that for happening, but I think there might be some, some kind of, um, you know, teach where teachers are going to be more, um, forced to have at least a Google classroom set up. You know what? I really do appreciate this talk. I think, um, you know, um, it's helping me kind of get some things off my chest and, you know, just, uh, just I, I'm happy to know that, uh, you know, you're where you are and, and, and I'm hoping that, you know, people wherever they are, just, just being mindful that like, you know, it doesn't have to reach the height that it's reaching, that it's reached and is still kind of moving up in the upward spiral in New York. Like it doesn't have to be the case for anywhere else. And I'm hoping that it doesn't get to that point, but mm -hmm. that as a country that, you know, we have to come together to fight this thing. And one of the things that I am super proud of is that, you know, this morning our mayor got on the news and, and, and did a roll call and, and a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of uh, nurses and doctors have traveled from other states to come and, and, and you know, get their hands dirty and, and help out with this, you know, pandemic here in just New York City. Um, and I know that, you know, like just everybody's pitching in in the best way that they can and just it, it just makes me really proud that, you know, people around our country is willing to to put themselves out there, right? Like you're you're putting yourself at risk to just help someone else. Um, you were willing to travel hundreds of miles to do so. Um, and it just it's it's a really good feeling. Um, and and those are the things that I want my kids to know, right? Like if if when we're talking about this pandemic, it's I want them to know that there is good happening around us, um, that this is a time when people are coming together um, and, and they need to know that. Like, you know, while, you know, we could present all of the things that make us fearful, let's present the things that can make us proud, you know, mm -hmm. that, that we are in times of need, we do find ways to come together. I think in New York City, it's even more important for people to see that because, you know, this city is just so fast moving and people don't really spend any time really getting to know each other and, you know, paying attention to each other, like everybody's just on a go, go, go. It's nice to just stop for a second and realize, one, get grounded and 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 just realize all that there's a lot of goodness happening around you um, if you just sit and pay attention to it. And um, I think that that's one of the things that, you know, in, in my role in all of this and anytime I'm, you know, talking to people, I try to think about just, again, the positives, like, yeah, it's a lot of bad, but, you know, let's talk about some of the good. There's some good happening. Um, you know, let's not ignore it. You know, let's 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 spend a little bit of time focused on it. Um, and so that's, you know, when I talk to my kids, I, I think that that's I always lead with, you know, those kind of things. And then, you know, give them an opportunity to just kind of, uh, you know, share what's on their mind and their heart, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not about math. It's not about reading and writing. You know, it yeah. is if they're ready for it to be, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, I, I think the big piece right now is just trying to, um, you know, connect and, and come together. Um, you know, I know it's we can't do it in person, but just trying to 
um, do that online and, um, you know, show that, hey, we're showing up and we're here for the kids that are able to get online and try to provide a sense of normalcy for our kids at this time. Um, And, you know, my thing with it is I can tell you right now for most teachers out there, please, please, please do not stress over this stuff. I know there's been teachers that are saying that they've been staying up at all hours of the night. You know, my thing with it is, is you do need to get a um, enough sleep because, you know, once your sleep patterns are all messed up, that's where you can be at your weakest, Um, you know, and it's you got to stay healthy as much as you can um, throughout this process as well. So, um, you know, I I would say try to create some work hours um, throughout the day. You know, if people are emailing you all throughout the night. Um, I think you as a as a teacher and if you're a parent or, you know, um, you, you, you got to you got to you still got to shut it down and, and, yes. and have your personal, um, you know, time as well, because you have family counting on you. Too. That's right. So um, it's just one of those things that I think um, it's easy to get out of a balanced um, type of work style because we're working from a distance, but I think we still have to maintain that whole, um, you know, this is the time that we're, we're providing education and then we're shutting it down. And then I got to spend time with my family because your family needs you as well. That's right. So, so, but, uh, Tamika, I I've enjoyed this conversation. Um, you know, I, I think I'm going to keep you in mind because I would probably, um, I, I would like to maybe talk in a couple of weeks just to see how things are your way as well. Sure. Um, due to the fact that I, I feel like New York is uh, prime, um, you know, uh, the, the major area that's been affected right now. So um, I, I, I want to definitely try to keep in touch with what's going on with New York. Um, and uh, so let's uh, I, I'll probably reach out to you in a couple of weeks. Um, and, and, uh, let's, if you don't mind, let's, let's sit down and talk again. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Well, well, thank you for coming on the show today. And uh, thank you for having me again. If you know someone who needs to hear this, share it with them, send them a text message, a DM, an email, put it on all your social media platforms and tag me at hardcore behaviors. Also, keep the five-star reviews coming over on iTunes. It helps teachers find the show so they get an opportunity to make the decision to grow as well.